Welcome back to the Corona Chronicles. We are in chapter 16 today. I'm going to start reading from verse 1. Then I heard a loud voice from the temple saying to the seven angels, Go, pour out the seven bowls of God's wrath on the earth. The first angel went and poured out his bowl on the land, and ugly, festering sores broke out on the people who had the mark of the beast and worshipped its image. The second angel poured out his bowl on the sea, and it turned into blood like that of a dead person, and every living thing in the sea died. The third angel poured out his bowl on the rivers and springs of water, and they became blood. Then I heard the angel in charge of the waters say, You are just in these judgments, O Holy One, you who are and who were, for they have shed the blood of your holy people and your prophets, and you have given them blood to drink as they deserve. And I heard the altar respond, yes, Lord God Almighty, true and just are your judgments. Uh, Well, here we are again. We've we've sort of been here before. Um, It's, you know, we've said this, I think, before that that Revelation is is a bit like Groundhog Day. It sort of clicks back, doesn't it, uh, and and starts the whole sort of process again. And here's the next series of seven. Mm. uh, so it's not that these seven follow each, you know, one seven follows another seven. Chronologically, it's a sort of click back. But having said that, we have seen that they get more and more darker, don't they? So, you know, like a quarter of the earth is judged and then it's a third and, and now it's the whole lot, really. Yeah. Um, so this is really the end time, isn't it? This is leading up to the final judgment. Mm. And uh, it's it's... It's strong meat here, isn't it? Very strong meat yet again. Yeah. Um, I think that because we've been round and round, every sort of rotation, we sort of understand more what's going on. We see God's patience more clearly. We see him and his warnings more clearly. And even the fact that now uh, in verse 2, we see that this festering sore breaks out on people who, with the mark of the beast. Well, we know what the mark of the beast is because of the last few, few chapters. And every time we go round, we paint more a picture of what's, what's going on. Um, and we yeah. see, yeah, we see more clearly what's happening. So, uh, yeah, absolutely. So we've sort of started again and, and we hear this loud voice again. Every, it's always loud, isn't always it? Loud. And it's coming from the temple. That, yeah, that's where God is. So this is the voice of God. Um, saying to the seven angels, messengers of God that are going out into the world. And then there's this extraordinary sentence, go pour out the seven bowls of God's wrath mm. on the earth. So this is really it, in a sense. Yeah. Um, uh, God's wrath is now coming. And I guess when people hear that, they, they we, we don't normally hear about that, do we? we? We hear about the love of God, rightly so, an extraordinary love of God, and God is love. Um, but we don't really like hearing about the wrath of God. Um, we don't like the idea that God uh, is, is angry at sin. Mm-hmm. But of course, if he's a God of love, which he is foundationally, he, he loves truth and love and goodness. Yeah then he has to have wrath. Yeah. You can't really have love without no. with, without wrath. So the opposite to love is not is 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 indifference. Yeah. I can't be bothered, doesn't matter. Okay, that sin doesn't matter. That lie doesn't matter. Mm. But um love 
and wrath do go together. So he is angry at this world and is going to judge this world, and rightly so. Yeah, and you see the angels actually here sort of rejoicing in this in this judgment. So in verse 5, well, in verse 4, uh, the blood, sorry, the rivers and the springs of water turn to blood, but then the angel who's in charge of them says, you are just in these judgments, O Holy One, you who are and who were. Uh, for they have shed the blood of your holy people and your prophets, and you have given them the, the blood to drink as they deserve. So there's this, there's this like release, like thank you, you praise be to the God who has who has acted in this way mm. because he's he's just and righteous to do so. Yeah, and we want righteousness. We want evil to be punished, and we've yeah. said this before. But um, and um, God will do that, and so there is a day coming. Mm. Now, a lot of this, uh, obviously, and, uh, and as we read on through the chapter in, in uh, subsequent uh, Corona Chronicles, we'll see that it, a lot of the imagery is coming from the Exodus, yeah. isn't it? So uh, here are God's people in slavery, in under the world power, which was Egypt of the time, uh, in slavery, wanting to worship God freely, and Pharaoh saying, no, you know, that whole thing, let my people go, mm. no. Uh, and then there's plague after plague as a warning to Pharaoh uh, that that God is about his people worshipping him. And uh, and Pharaoh's just not listening. And so these plagues come. So th- this is what's going on, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and, and then it's quite helpful to think about that because the um, God's people were, were under incredible suffering there, weren't they? And it was... You, when you look at that story, you think God is right, isn't he, to judge Egypt for how they've treated his people. Yeah. And then here, uh, God is right to judge the nations and the world for how they've treated his people. Verse 6, for they have shed the blood of your holy people and your prophets. So this is, sometimes reading Revelation, we can just read it like on a nice uh, you know, sunny day. And you think, well, what on earth is God to be angry about? Yeah. And we need to put this judgment in the context yes. of, of this horror yeah. which is the world and the way it's treated God's people. Yeah, and ultimately uh, the way it's treated the Lord Jesus Christ, yeah. who is the representative head of God's people. Mm. What what did the world do when Jesus came? Uh, it liked his miracles because suddenly you had bread when you didn't when you were, you know, didn't have bread when you were hungry. Yeah. When you were hungry, but in the end, it would not stand for him saying that he was Lord and Christ and people should follow him. Mm. And uh, and it's interesting that the world powers, both religious power in, in that area at the day and the world power put him to death yeah. uh, on a cross. And, you know, if Jesus was to come first time in this world, we, we tend to think, oh, we would be liberal and tolerant. Yeah. No, yeah. we're not, are we? We would yeah. say, I don't like what you're saying. And yeah. We would kill him again. Yeah. That's our attitude to God mm. and his people. And then that's the mercy of God to us because... Peter, when he stood up to preach in Pentecost, said, "This Christ, whom you crucified, yeah. and you and I are included in that. Yes. We, you know, we crucified Jesus with our sins, and yet, and yet, God's mercy um, has has given us this opportunity to repent yeah. and come back to Him. Um, yeah, yeah. So, so the thing that's going out to the world is that I, I think verse seven is, is amazing. I heard the response from the altar, which is presumably God's people, mm-hmm. uh, is yes." Uh, Lord, uh, God Almighty, true and just are your judgments. 
God is going to be true and just. There's no one going to be able to say, hey, God, you didn't understand my situation. Mm -hmm. Um, Because actually Christ came into this world and knew what it was like to be rejected and a man and all of that sort of stuff. Um, And uh, his judgments are true and just. Mm -hmm. And so when God says, you need to repent, Mm -hmm. you need to turn to me, he's not just, this isn't just a sort of weird religious sort of uh, despot just making things up. This is just and correct uh, mm. that he, he judges the world. Yeah. And this world is going to be come to an end. Mm. And hey, look at, the, look at the cross because these judgments were poured out on the Lord Jesus himself in our place. We don't have to face these because he's faced them for us. So yeah. why wouldn't you come to him? Yeah. Okay, well, we'll carry on in chapter 16 next time.